Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, Lisa. I'm Emily. How are you doing? And we are, wait, you messed up my line. (laughs) We're the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, and I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Much better. I think it's like day 10 of COVID and... Recovered. Yeah, getting recovered here. Good for you. Normal. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, you you look and sound as good as I've seen you in... In a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I think you it's had a good workout the other day. You could, yeah, you could that helps. You're, you're on the upswing. Yes, hooray! Mm-hmm. <laughs> hooray! Yes, good deal. Um, glad to see that. And I had I <laughs> texted Lisa. I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't like two in the morning, but it was just a really random text. I think over the weekend because I had this like thought bubble of of what our uh, today's conversation could be about, and I was just thinking about. Okay, the idea, the idea is impulse versus intuition. And it's because, well, there so I've made some some pretty big moves uh, lately, like in the past just couple of weeks um in regards to to business uh, and things like that. and um, you know, just kind of in reflecting on those decisions and then even looking back at like basically all the decisions I've made since the one I made to, you know, leave the hospital and open up the studio um, five plus years ago. I'm like, wow, you know, (laughs) if a, if a person on the on the outside, like aka a person who is not me or one of my many personalities, uh, were to kind of just look at this, you know, these different decisions, like I bet they would think that I was just impulsive as fuck. <laughs> you know, because some of the things it would even appear that I I just make the decisions on the spot and I don't even, you know, do any research, so to speak. And, and in some ways that's true. Of course, there are some things that, that do require some level of research and I'm not like an idiot, but you know, (laughs) I, I tend to keep a lot of these, these decisions kind of in stealth mode for a little while too. Maybe because of that, I don't, I don't know. Still, still, still outwardly reflecting a little bit, but um, it's like because it's like I, I know the level of of risk and chaos that I'm willing to to operate within, but other people, you know, on the outside, (laughs) for a lot of these things, would be like, wait. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, did you make a spreadsheet for that? Did you, you know? <laughs> did you make a spreadsheet and, for that? I just want to so, clarify, like, <laughs> like, just for anyone, because I'm listening with like my new listener ears on too. So just to recap, Emily left her um, previous career working as a nurse 
in the hospital world to to enter into this career path that you're in now. Um, yeah, and just quit, drop my yeah. health insurance, right. all the things to open a yoga studio. Everybody yeah. in the hospital is like, what? Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> what? You that yeah. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> but it does, it's like there is some linear, I mean, you didn't make the spreadsheets and everything, but there is some linear tracking of all the experience points that you've had. To well, get it's organized chaos to some degree, which I've always, you know, been a fan of operated. <laughs> I, I I really do. I mean, I think, you mm. know, like. Like, I'm not saying necessarily that things like, oh, procrastination are good per se, but I've always operated pretty well under pressure. And by waiting until the last minute, you know, um, I, I chastise myself for that sometimes, but that that's not really procrastination wasn't really the, the angle I was getting at right. either. It's like, so I'll, I'll use a concrete example of, and this is on the uh, less risky end of the, the spectrum, I, I suppose, but like um, my, all my yoga teachers at the studio, I have hired every single one of them just based on an intuitive hit like when they you know when they mentioned that they would like to you know possibly teach at the studio if i like i i know instantly whether i want that or not even if i don't really know where the do you person feel that, that like where do you and i haven't that? been wrong yet is it like is it, that's is it in your brain too, is it like your body is it no like you a, can't you can't wait till it gets to your brain mm -hmm. That's the thing. If if you've found yourself thinking about it like for longer than like two seconds, then you're no longer coming from a place of intuition. And I don't think, I, you know, that every decision should be made this way necessarily. But um, when I it's like it's just because I just already know it's just because it's just like it's like, oh, yeah. You know, versus like the same thing if, you know, if I don't want somebody teaching in my studio, I kind of like, yeah. mm -hmm. and that's fewer and farther between because, you know, we do just tend to attract the people here who like to be here and who, who like this environment and, and exactly what we got going on, but but um, that's just one example. And it, it, even the decision itself to like, yeah, to leave the hospital, it was pretty, I was like, yep, okay, we're doing that. And then, and then I just kind of kept making decisions like that along the way. My, my tattoo artist who ended up designing <laughs> several of my logos and our logo for the podcast, um, I knew she was going to be my tattoo artist as soon as I met her. Even and she was like, uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> she came to a yoga class. Another, another uh, client brought her in, um, and introduced her as a tattoo artist. And I said, I was just like, oh, oh, you're gonna do my tattoo. And she's like, uh, do you like want to like, see any of my work? And I was like, well, I'll see it. <laughs> yeah, that like inner knowing and higher self connection you really have streamlined because everything that you do is in the vein of aligning your, I mean, really just what our podcast is about, your mind and 
your body, you're in that alignment. So it helps to narrow down that discernment of like, should I do this or should I do that? You don't do mm-hmm. a lot of like outward seeking of no other no, people's other advice. People. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not that I don't ever seek advice, but when I do, it's, it's pretty specific and yeah. I'm, I'm going to a specific person. I'm not just like, Hey guys, what do you think? Opinions, please. <laughs> no, that's like my, my personal hell. Um, everybody give me their opinion. No, thank you. Um, but when it becomes <laughs> so well, besides the leaving the hospital to open up the yoga studio thing, um, those other examples I gave aren't necessarily also like decisions where I, that involve a lot of, uh, financial investment from my end. Right. Um, whereas, um, you know, certain things that I've taken on lately, uh, are, are more in that realm. So maybe that's why I kind of started, on this reflection because because you know I made I made these decisions in the same way um and then you know after afterwards you can't help but be like okay (laughs) is that like was that the right move you know was that the right move or was that just an impulsive like thing and um you know, I still feel after that, after that evaluation, by the way, that it, that it was the right thing. Time, time will tell, uh, for sure. But certainly I I think that it's going to be one of these things where as long as I, you know, follow my, follow the call Mm -hmm. and put in the, the work when, you know, when, what that work is becomes apparent um, I think it's, it's bound to be the right decision, the right call. And, you know, I have, um, also something that I continue to be very grateful for is the seeds that I planted, you know, back in 2011 by getting my nursing license mm-hmm. in the first place, because that allows me to, um, make, what most people would probably consider riskier decisions, knowing that even if the wheels fall off and everything completely falls apart, though it would be pretty uncomfortable in the transition, like at the end of the day, I literally maybe even by the end of the day, (laughs) so I have a pulse and a nursing license, uh, would have a job and would ultimately be able to, you know, fulfill any obligations, um, that I had made previously, eventually, uh, definitely again, not what I anticipate, not what I want to do, but it it is a a really great, like, um, sort of fallback, fallback. I don't really like that word, but that's like a catch, like like a safety net, net, um, a little bit, right. Like not that it still wouldn't be like, it, it, it would still be really hard, but like, I would not be living in a cardboard box. Down by a river. <laughs> down by a river. Although that's in fashion now in downtown St. Pete. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, um, so many people living like in 
like trailer van life and yeah van life trailers whatever kind of thing that you can live in people are living in and parking spaces oh yeah well no yeah i'm not i'm not but you're not that. planning on doing, uh, that. I'm not <laughs> doing that i am not doing it um no. so so thankful to all the the work i put in um you know mm-hmm. in order to well, that's a big uh, part of like being an entrepreneur is like, well, questioning, constantly questioning your sanity and like trusting in yourself that the decision you're mm-hmm. making is mm-hmm. the one that's going to push the needle forward. But the worst. And you can't think about it for too long. Like, yeah, I have to stop myself when I do try to like analyze it, you know, analyze it and analyze it and analyze it. It's like, nope, it's already done. That's the way we're going. And so it will be the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing you can do is, is nothing or, or no change. Right. right. Um, yeah. So like a lot of what I hear you talking about, it reminds me of a few things like, and I think we can like also do a like quick check-in with the I Ching here too, but yeah, it reminds right. me of our episode with Rachel Weaver about our human design and where we receive our intuition. Mm-hmm. And understanding that. And so clearly yours is very much like, um, you know, a, a knowing. Like yours is definitely like a cognitive <laughs> decision versus just, it's like, like. It's like following calls. Yes. Yeah. It's like following calls. That's what it is. If I fit yeah. like, I felt the call, because a lot of times it appears as a, a huge just switch like change the whole game Mm -hmm. you know even to get even so it goes actually before even the decision to go to nursing school was like that because I had gone I had gotten an art degree before that I was working as a photographer and I worked in the service industry and all this stuff but never you know I even started my essay to to my entrance essay to apply to nursing school this way. I was like, this is either going to go really well or really badly. But my first sentence was, I never wanted to be a nurse. So even that was like, just this call. I was like, oh, maybe I want to do that. And then, you know, like I said, did a, a mild amount of of research, mostly in in the form of like talking to people, my friends who were nurses. And, um, then I was just like, oh yeah, I could do that. And boom, there you go. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see that, but it it makes sense. Like you're saying the answering of the calls and how you receive them and how you've come to learn about your intuition. Um, a lot of people are so caught up in just the rat race of life that they don't even recognize what their own intuition might be or their highest self telling them anything versus because it's very quiet. Brain. It's much quieter than the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. are they hearing? Soul, um, heart, spirit is is subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like the um, soundtrack or like hearing um, things that parents or spouses or uh, bosses might say of their expectations of you or um, why would you be doing this versus that. It's like believe in your own brain. Yeah. Your own brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times. Which is always trying to protect you. Right, right, right. 
Yeah. It's not a bad thing, but it can be if it's, if you default to that all the time, then you'll just never, that's what, you know, Steve says, if you think about anything too long, you'll find a reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. Take a yeah. car ride. We, you know, looking for a confirmation that it's not the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's pull a few cards on it and talk about it a little bit longer because I wrote down a few things and I don't know if like this will help us to frame what we're investigating here, but I wrote down discernment and I wrote down mm-hmm. um, um, the, the difference between intuition and impulse, you know, just thinking about like what, what do those words mean? So like impulsive, being an impulsive person, which I think as an Aquarius, a lot of people think I'm impulsive. Uh, it might appear that I'm doing things without putting a lot of thought in them. Well, also, it's just that th- maybe we're not sharing the thought with others <laughs> before we do it. Yeah, It's not that I haven't been thinking about it or you haven't been thinking mm-hmm. about it for a long time. But it may appear that way because especially when people because there is a lot that we do that we do share and we do talk about. So people just assume that we're that way about everything, maybe. Right, right, right. But there's always more, you know, especially there's with the always sign. Cards <laughs> that you keep going closer. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna show your full hand to everybody all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and then like intuition is like just having that understanding that like something that's resonating with you that you immediately connect to. So it's like, we always talk about higher self or like alignment and getting into that, but there's intuition is like a reckon, maybe like a recognition Mm -hmm. of something that, as you say, like a calling or something to pay more attention to, um, that that's guiding you. Yeah. Well, and it's like, um, it is higher self or, you know, if you, if you look at it, uh, if you believe in ancestors, guides, that sort of thing, um, you know, however, however that resonates for you. Um, I mean, your intuition is one of the best ways I think to receive messages from that higher self as far as because you know a big purpose of being in connection or communication with higher self with ancestors that type of thing is to light the path forward toward your purpose so it's like you, you know we have all this energy and it's like, okay, I'm here. I want to work. I want to work. I want to do the work. I want to move forward. But like, where the fuck do I go? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, Where do I apply this energy? Cause otherwise if, if you're not, you know, if you're just working just to work, then that's when you end up with maybe years worth of like, Oh, I feel so busy, but have, you know, am I actually like, making my way towards the the end game. Yeah. I mean like level. that whole like living to your purpose or living deliberately mm-hmm. or by intention. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, 
We are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. And you said like light the path. I'd also written down lighthouse. Um, and that came up in a conversation <laughs> yesterday with uh, just poor Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about in the International Feng Shui Guild reading a book that was attracting your perfect customers. Um, and that's Stacey Hall, I think, is is who authored, one of the authors on that or co-authors. And um, the idea of a lighthouse is when you are on path and living in your authenticity, then you're just emitting naturally like your, um, Mm -hmm. you know, your fire energy or like what you're known for. It's just apparent. And so it just naturally attracts opportunities, people, customers, clients to you. There's that like immediate effortless um connection that's caused like by this illumination. So mm-hmm. being able to work within your intuition and your intention is just having immense moments of clarity and just hard hitting discernment. Like, yep, that's it. Like, yes or no. Um, and cause sometimes you're right. It is like a no. And intuition. yeah. Yeah. Where people might think that's crazy. Like, why would you say no to that? <laughs> That was mm-hmm. quite literally served to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what comes up like around this idea of intuition versus impulse and what kind of insights can we add to the listeners um, who are catching us today? I Ching it. Um, yeah, to from the I Ching. Oh gosh, that one just flew away. <laughs> <laughs> one second. Okay. So um, the idea around intuition and impulse, like the energy around it is um, the hexagram 28, which is excessive pressure. Mm. And then um, the insights that we can leave our listeners with and the energy that they are right now is liaison, which is 44. So it's 28 shifting into 44. So excessive pressure, um, it might feel like that. Like a lot of, I encourage a lot of my students and people that I'm mentoring to kind of keep like a a brief, and I've talked to you about this too, Emily, keeping a brief journal about like what your body feels like right before big changes happen or things are coming in. Because sometimes you might like confuse, um, you might confuse anxiety with a a blessing that's right around the corner, which is is often something that I do myself. Like it's a really uncomfortable feeling in my body that I have right before something, a major change happens that's mm-hmm. for the better. But I would not have learned that had I not been 
journaling it, like putting on record, like this is how I felt. And then immediately after this is what happened. So then when I started to feel that feeling, which is kind of like a feeling of jumping off of a cliff, (laughs) getting ready to like bungee jump or something, that feeling now when I have that, I know I'm not going to die. Like something big is happening right around the corner. I think too, if you're like ignoring or suppressing, right, something intuitive, then it can start to manifest as excessive pressure in different yeah. ways, becoming maybe eventually a tower moment, right? If mm-hmm. uh, if we continue to let that pressure build up and not address whatever. Just like address is. it and face it. So like... One of my favorite lines, I had already underlined um, this in the I Ching because it's come up before recently. It says, under excessive pressure, you never know what the true extent of your abilities are until you at least once in your life dive into crisis with complete abandon, dedicating Mm. every ounce of your energy and every fiber of your being to the cause at hand. Now is that time. Dare to win. Yeah, that's it. And I keep hearing. I keep hearing this. I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but I keep hearing that concept that diamonds are created Formed under pressure. pressure. Yeah. I keep hearing it from different sources and that's just the same thing. Diamond, great things are created under pressure. I mean, didn't you just tell me at the gym, I don't think you told us on the podcast, but the FedEx story? Was it FedEx? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I learned it. Okay. I, I listened to um, Mind Pump podcast religiously. And Shout out. <laughs> not shout out to mind pump. They're like the best, they're like the biggest fitness podcast on the planet, but, um, but, uh, definitely check them out if you guys haven't, but, um, oh, so I heard, I heard this story on there of the, the FedEx guy, like the owner of FedEx. I don't, I don't remember his name right now, but I guess in the seventies when it was a pretty new company, um, there was a point in time where he had a $24,000 fuel bill to pay and $5,000 in his bank account. So he took he took out the $5,000, went to Vegas, <laughs> and um, came back with $26,000, enough to cover the fuel uh, expenses and let FedEx keep operating another day and for many more decades um, to be now FedEx. So not necessarily a recommended uh, <laughs> strategy, but, uh, you know, maybe he I mean, called, everybody he called some kind of call. <laughs> every great, great entrepreneur, unless they're like handed their entrepreneurship, like mm-hmm. with everything all set up, all bells and whistles. But if you're following your entrepreneurship based on your calling, then every entrepreneur has their dare to win moment story. I just that saw one AKA fuck yeah. it, big fuck it energy. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, a little I just bit of a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The like, um, a local restaurant here to town, very popular one, um, that has grown since I've, I've moved here, um, uh, moved here. And they said, and they, they had 3000, dollars in their bank account between him and his wife and moved here because they felt the calling to buy this little shack 
and turn it into what is now like a huge restaurant. But they showed the picture of that moment when they had moved here, working out of like, you know, um, Goodwill pots and pans and creating their recipes um, that they're known for. But this excessive pressure, it might feel like um, really scary or irritating or high anxiety, but like you might just like we talk about when a storm's approaching and all the hairs stand up on your arms, like you have this kind of like primal knowing that something is going to happen and you're just going to have to face it. And that's what you have to do. And you're going to come through on the other side. I -hmm. like, I like this dare to win or excessive pressure um, energy that, that comes about it. And then it's, what are we leaving our listeners with is the energy of liaison. Um, So, I mean, it goes on to say like, we have to recognize that brave determination can lead one into deep water. Like, you know, you're going in deep <laughs> when you make mm-hmm. that type of courageous decision and you're like laying mm-hmm. it on the line. Um, you know, it might seem careless to forge ahead when you know there are all these threats are around and people might think, well, you're ignoring all these threats. Sticking to your principles can seem more important than survival. Um, And there's no shame in this as long as you remain aware that plunging ahead on your own is risky and there is a little bit of danger in there. But no one can blame such courage. It's like the admiral thing to do. (laughs) Um, And what is the risk of standing still, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To To some people that comfort is comforting, but, um, you know. I mean, to, to have us, such maddening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So liaison, um, just to keep in mind, is it, it talks again, and we've gotten this a few times, the energy of liaison. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of um, the energy of uh, connecting with people a little bit ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Again, like yes. forging or a lot of, or a lot ahead of you, <laughs> forging powerful relationships of people um, that are a bit more powerful in the direction mm-hmm. ahead of you. So that's important. Um, and not to fear these meetings, like mm-hmm. everybody's walked in these shoes, like there's a reason why that you're connecting in these liaisons, um, you know, not to be swept by power or having this relationship with someone in this position. Um, but I mean, it's it's a difference between careless connection and a relationship of, of depth. Um, yep. Depth lives lies in the motives of your heart. So it's to test your sincerity. Yep. So really pay attention. So what we can leave the listeners with is if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to your intuition and taking big leaps and um, daring to win, you are going to be tested in your sincerity by intermingling with people that may be powerful, or at least in your mm-hmm. eyes. But being able to recognize is this a safe, sincere relationship that's going to help progress um, again for like the greater good of whatever it is that you're daring to win, or is it one that's um, purely image-based and it's not sustainable. Um, and in fact, it might not be constructive at all. 
So again, I, I guess, I think because like you and I were always talking about conscious relationships, conscious collaborations, um, when we are faced in our businesses with making that like leap of faith or what, what is the football play that you were telling me about? <laughs> I don't want to. I, I swear, y'all. I have. I, I wish we had. I don't know. Maybe we do, but I wish we had more uh, listeners who were sure we do. Because I have a football analogy for like everything in life. But um, no, I was talking about like the coach who goes for it on fourth down. If you uh, to sum it up, if you if you make it, you're a genius, <laughs> right? Uh, and if you don't make it if they don't execute you could get, be getting death threats on your flight home you know um so that but that's going for it on fourth down stakes are high uh you know but big big risk big reward and it's still you know calculated reasonable risk to some degree yeah i mean i think when um maybe similarly to these coaches, when you are making quote unquote dangerous decisions or risky decisions. And we're talking I am about the danger. like uh your danger. When you're a lighthouse, like all eyes are on you when you're making that type of decision. Mm -hmm. And it could be you're attracting, I mean you're attracting everything at that point, like because people are like, what's gonna happen? Um be very discerning about who you share your cards with. And who you go in deep with mm -hmm. um, to to get through to the other side. So there is like, you know, there is that higher self component, but there's also a little bit of like after you've made that decision, who who are who are you who are your liaison? Who are you interacting with? Um, are you collaborating with them or is it someone that you should let pass? By because they might be an interference or <laughs> they might make bad PR about you being crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you're, you know, when your intuition is on like that, you'll be able to, you'll be able to tell those things um, pretty, pretty quickly as well, pretty easily mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is this person adding value or trying to siphon? <laughs> yeah. You know? What's well, like that heightened sense boom, boom. that you have? You don't have mm -hmm. heightened senses when you're, um, you know, in a Groundhog's Day life experience. You're feeling dull. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's not any like, there's no risk. Um, you know, it's comfortable, but maybe stifling. But when or you're in a scarcity mode or and scarcity seeking yeah. anything you can get kind of to hang um, on. Yeah you know, from, from anybody. So, so yes. So cheers to everybody making big risks like Emily. I think I'm, I think I'm fairly, I've, I've been too sick to do anything too grand lately, but, <laughs> but once I'm fully better, watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, cheers to everybody that are, that's taking all the big risks right now um, because you believe so much and you dare to win. And um, yeah, it kind of goes back to our conversations about intuition versus anxiety or, um, mm -hmm. you know, 
just that fuck it energy, like do mm-hmm. it. All of those together. Um, yep. But just because you're acting and making a swift change doesn't mean that you're doing it impulsively without years and years and years of thought in the back of your mind of something. No, no. And I think, yeah, the final little nugget that I would say is whatever literally the initial before two seconds went by, whatever the initial sort of nervous system response, whatever the initial feeling, knowing, understanding of the situation was. I'm talking about right away. Like when I walked into this new location and I actually had a, you know, predetermined idea that, that this was too far away or whatever that I wasn't going to want. But if I could go, once I started thinking about it, I'm like, all right, let's stop thinking about it. How did I feel? What was the sense when I first walked in the door and it was, oh, I'm here. So just go back to that initial, whatever the initial guttural response was. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. your intuition. Yeah, I like that. I think it's like, I mean, it's like when it, the way that you described it, it's like it feels like home. A, a lot of that mm-hmm. is a feng shui thing too. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Uh, a realtor can take you to uh, the perfect property with every, like all the right room count. It could be brand new build, blah, 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 blah. But you walk in and it doesn't feel like home. So mm-hmm. it's not the space that's aligned for you. Right. Yeah. I like it. Let's take this conversation inside of the Conscious Collaboration Collective. Let's do it. Say that three times fast. Yes. Yes. Don't. We can talk about how everybody is daring. No. (laughs) Daring to win. Dare Um, to win. Yes. Dare to bear. No. Dare to win. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Emily, can't wait to see what happens. Yes. Report back. Yes. We'll do. All right. Well, You'll know. <laughs> I'll know. Well, then we'll have to You'll share know. with everyone else. Um, and you mm-hmm. can connect with us on all the social media. And we are so happy that you could join us and um, subscribe and like and share with your friends that this may resonate with. And um, yeah, let's do it again soon. Let's do it. All right. Talk to you in five. Talk to you in five. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.